What's up, guys? It is I, Sir Mac. And it is I, Kush. And this is Tales from the Kicks, as you already know. Bam, 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 bam. That was our sound effect, the button. Yeah. Sound just like the real thing, right? Yeah, it was crazy. I, right? I love that new one. You would have, yeah, want me to press it again? Yeah, sure did. Bam, 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 bam. I was live, bro. Literally. Yeah, you're right. Quite literally. Welcome back to another episode. I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> he can't stop it. He loves okay. welcoming you back. Well, yeah, I do. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back to all of our listeners and our kickers. <laughs> he said welcome back to all of our listeners. Yeah, they're listening. <laughs> you want to give all your listeners a good welcome back. Yeah. So welcome back to all the list. It's cool. I'm so confused now. Is all right? Is it though? Is it? Mm. Do you really know? Do you believe in love after love after love? <laughs> I need to eat. I need to eat. I really don't think it done no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. I, I was ready to take an intermission. I'm good. Let's do it. Uh, I, I, I want to make sure you can talk. I can talk. It didn't look like it for a minute. <laughs> that cough took me out. I ain't gonna lie. He was down and out. I was about that to call the ambulance. So, um, we did drop, uh, well, we are going to drop another video. If you're interested, shout out to the three people that are, um, in, this video, uh, you, I think it's worth watching. I feel it's worth watching. Um, why do you, why do you think it's worth watching? Because we have pulled out some kicks that we have done from the last thirty plus episodes, and um, I feel like this is a solid ten pack right here. This is a very, very solid ten pack. So we're just gonna run down a line because you can't fucking see them. We yeah. we did all of them on the video, so you could like get a better view on yeah. the video but um i'm gonna just start you just start on your side Go ahead. all right best so we got the betty boo dunks are there other dunks right are there not dunks those are air forces air forces sorry the <clears throat> betty boo air forces with the bright blue the bright dark blue to bright dark blue yeah well oh sorry navy blue I would say royal the vibrant blue. royal blue. Okay, a royal blue with with the with the highlighter green. Yeah. Highlighter lime green. Yeah. Snake skin on it. Fire. It, it's crazy how they did the snake skin on that shit. It really is. It's, it's crazy to me. It's, it, it fucks me up a little. I like them automatically just because of the Betty Boop on there. Instantly. Can't lose with Betty Boop. Instantly. And then right next up we got Nike by you. Yeah, by me. You got the sunrises. Yeah, sunrise, sunset, however you look however at it. However you wanna, yeah. And go They're beautiful. Ways. Full orange, got the um yellow to orange on the Nike swoosh. It was a special um it was a special time period when Nike released these. So they mm -hmm. had like the faded swoosh on them. And yeah, that's how they was all different colors, but fading from like a deep purple to a light purple and dark orange mm -hmm. to light orange. And so when I seen them, I was just like, yeah, I gotta go crazy with these. Hell yeah! Speaking of purple, next up, we got these bad motherfuckers right here. The purple skeletons. These motherfuckers are clean. I, I swear, it's the purple skeletons, the black, the uh, yeah, the black skeletons and the orange skeletons are. Some of my favorite Air Forces. I was only able to get my hands on the purple ones, but jeez, the 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 orange ones and the black ones, mm -hmm. a one. Absolutely, absolutely. Next up, we got Mister DJ Khaled. Khaled we the best, the Khaled Fives. The whole shoe just look like a pillow. Like the whole inside of the shoe looks just looks like a pillow. Yeah, it's quilted on the inside beautiful it has that nice icy blue mm -hmm, mm -hmm. beautiful the and peach on it I, I love i love peach as a color <laughs> that shit is that shit is nice i do like i do like a good peach color 
And not everybody has the same peach color. So it's like, it's always a different mm-hmm. shade. And this one is, is nice. And then after DJ Khaled, we are going to introduce the Chinese New Year's. Yes, the Chinese New Year's. A very, very, another very dope shoe. I love the subtle details in here. I love the overlay and the underlay. Mm. Uh, it, it, the whole, once again, it's just all another. All the lays, all the lays. <laughs> right? <laughs> From top to bottom, like the whole shoe is just on point. There's no misses on this shoe. There's mm. no misses on the Chinese New Year Jordan 5. Is there a mister? No misses, no mister. Mm. Just a beautiful ass shoe. Unisex. Okay. Anybody okay. look at it and say, damn, that's a beautiful shoe. That is a beautiful shoe. Especially if you like colors. If you if you like colors, <laughs> it's for you. Cause like I said, you can take the off the top layer mm-hmm. off and you, you just got a whole fucking colorful shoe. See, but it's funny because how you're saying if you like colors as a person, like if you're a very colorful person, the Bel Air, what is it, the Bel Air Fives? Yeah. The Bel Air Fives has every color. It Like, the color pattern on the inside is straight out of the 90s. Well, see, here's my only hiccup with that, right? Oh, shit. It's on the inside. This is true. So, if you're wearing pants and they cover the top, nobody sees it. Ain't nobody going to see them. If you're wearing sweatpants, if you're wearing any type of pants, ain't nobody really going to see them. Then, they got to be right up on you to see that the pattern is on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't or you wear that. shorts. Even if you wear shorts, they got to be up on you to see that it's on the inside. I mean, yeah, true. I mean, you're not wrong. So that's that was my only hiccup because I felt like they could have did that pattern on like maybe the tongue mm-hmm. or something else. But even the laces, that you know how crazy it would have been to have that pattern on the laces? That would have been a clean That would have been, been clean as fuck. But they didn't, so I don't know. Losers. Anyway, as we're moving on right along. Mm-hmm. Who you got? We got the Travis Scott Sixes. Such a the sixes. Another beautiful ass shoe. Like all these shoes up here are beautiful. So if you keep saying hearing me say that, I love sneakers. I, I don't know what else to tell you. But this is a beautiful ass shoe. They have the hairy suede all over it. You got the infrared with the cactus jack on the back. You got the infrared around the uh you got the infrared on the tongue, you got mm-hmm. the infrared on the lace mm-hmm. lock, you got the infrared on the back tab. That shit is crazy. You got two pockets. First one's only had one. He doubled back and dropped two pockets. I said, damn. Now you can carry twice as many things in there. Twice as many small things. Small things, like change. Lipstick. Chapstick. Missing Lego pieces that you want to keep. I don't know. But Where'd you just get that from? We just made a discovery. Newsflash, there is an extra lace lock in the pocket of the Travis Scott's. So if your Travis Scott's is dead stock, Damn. <laughs> or if you have not looked in your Travis Scott's, I think, what is these, the British khakis? Yeah. It, 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 you should check out the pockets. Is that it the color? Be. Is that the color British khaki? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn. I don't, I don't make the rules. Why do they call it British khaki, though? I don't, I don't make the names. That man. doesn't even make no sense. So hey. the British only wear khakis? Why would you say I that? I thought the color originated in khaki. Why would I mean, you I bring... thought the, origi- the color originated in Britain, but I didn't think... Kakistan? <laughs> I don't think they have countries named that in Britain. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's uh, Souther for Britain. <laughs> what? So, moving along. After this beautiful ass shoe, we... <laughs> we have probably the most common shoe sitting up here. And the only shoe that I bought. <laughs> See, but I'm different though. I bought we, the highs. Yeah, that was a good job. Right? 
Yeah. Thank you. Because my Thank dumb you. ass bought the Pendalos. And I didn't expect them to, be to restart. Low? Oh. Wow. I was about to say, they low. Wow. Okay. So, I didn't expect them to restock so many times. I don't think I would have bought them if I would have known they were going to restock that many times. <coughs> like, that many fucking times. <laughs> that many fucking times. I think after, like, the 10th time they restocked it, I was like, oh, okay, I'll buy them. I mean... Like it's kind of forcing it down your throat, like bites, bites, bites. I don't bitey's. think I'm a. I don't think I'm a. I won't wear mine for a while until it, it like it matter. dies down. It won't matter. Just keep them clean. Okay. Side note: What kind of do you use? Any shoe shoe uh shoe wash, shoe, shoe shampoo? Wash. We call it shoe cleaner. Shoe cleaner. Yeah, I almost said shoe conditioner. <laughs> They have that. I was about to say because that for like suede, suede and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty suede. There is some good ones out there. They will rejuvenate the suede on your shoes, and it's good, very good to have that. Um, I think one of the best cleaners I've used is the Angelus shoe cleaner because that cleans all materials, so you don't have to go and get specific ones for if you have suede or notebook or canvas or you know. Yeah, different types of material. You can buy the Angelus <clears throat> cleaner. You can buy the Angelus cleaner. <laughs> Sorry, what well, goddamn that last that last that last drag took me out. <laughs> that motherfucker took me out. And uh, you don't have to worry about it fucking up your shoes. That's why I like to get cleaners that you don't have to worry about fucking up your shoes. A lot of times I end up using uh, I've used Jason Mark and um, uh, Crit. Uh, creep or whatever the fuck c-r-e-p how the fuck you say that crap i use that or c-rep man i don't know how to fuck. i just know c-r-e-p c-r-e-p that's not like some that's not like that's not like you a, know what I, when i see it i always think of that tlc song so i creep yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, to me, Jason Mark and uh, Angelus is probably the better cleaners that I've used. Okay, okay. So, with that being said, I'm moving on to the next not-so-basic shoe. On to the next, to the next, to Which the next. Which is the Supreme Dunk Highs. By any means. With the no love on the side. No love. Supreme Team on the back. Supreme Team. By any means. By any means. On the back. On the back. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's like a reverse panda high. You know what? I was going to say that, too. When I saw him, when I saw him again, I was like, damn. I was like, that shit, that shit's crazy. I got lucky. Hit these off of Supreme. It's fucking crazy. Because they always get bought it. But they did a bot protection on this release. And I was happy about it. Look how look how clean that white is though. Yeah, like, the, it's the just... white is super clean. The it's just so it got the suck on the fucking. It's like it, I see. I guess I get terrified wearing white, white you anything. Just, you just have to be careful. Have to be mindful. It's not like you put on white and go to the club. Like no. Oh yeah, nah. You stupid. You know what I mean? Like you don't. What about the flea market? Like, would you would you wear a white tee to the flea market? No, no. I try not to. I don't wear white tees, but um, like that's true. I don't. I don't like going places that is going to be heavy traffic or a bunch of kids. Because uh-huh. anything could happen, and you won't be mad at somebody because of an accident. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just protect myself from the jump. If I know I'm going to a flea market, I'm gonna put on some dark, some dark color shit. True. <clears throat> all right, all right. Fair enough, dude. Fair so. Enough. With that being said, the last and final of the 10 pack, we have the beautiful ass mummies. The mummies. Who's your mummy? Hmm. <laughs> I'll show you who's mummy. Oh my God. <laughs> but um, these are crazy. They got the glowing eyes in the back. They got different things. On There's a spider that glows in the dark. There's a 
something else like the bottom glows in the dark crazy do you want to know <clears throat> you want to know why mummies relationships last so long because they keep it wrapped up no because they're tied together okay it sounded cool. funny. It sounded funnier in my head. I'm not gonna lie to you. Huh. In my head, I was like, "Bro, say it." Like it's funny, and I was like, "Nah, I don't think it is." And then when I was saying it, I was like, "I still don't think it is." And then I said it, I was like, "It wasn't." So, mm. thank you for hearing it, though. Thank you, thank you for that. We've all heard it, and we've all witnessed it. Now. Yeah, I spread it on to others. Next time, don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The motherfucking 10 pack. Beautiful shoes. Beautiful shoes. Like we said, got the Betty boot. Well, you could call it Betty boot. Those are the Kim Jones. Kim Jones Air Forces. My Nike Bayou Forces. Skeleton Forces. We the best fives. Chinese New Year fives. Fresh Pencil Bed Lair fives. British Khaki Travis Scott. Sixes, Oi. Panda Dunks, Lows, mm. Supreme Dunk High, then back to the Mummy, Glow in the Dark, all the special shit, Dunk Lows, crazy. Fucking beautiful. These are all shoes we've covered. We've covered again. And yeah, we've, you might see some again. You might not. Who knows? Who knows? Exactly. I have a lot of shoes to get through. Oh my gosh. We still haven't done enough episodes. And this one puts us back. It does, right? <laughs> Damn. That's okay. Yeah, hell yeah. I have an idea of, of what we should do. But um, <clears throat> we just want to enjoy this little moment. Just enjoy uh, bringing back some of the good kicks that we have dropped off. Because this is part three to the CNN update on Calkins. And. <sighs> I'm still, still doing the process for so for y'all that don't know. Sometimes we take a little minute to drop because I like to get all the episodes ready for whatever mm -hmm. we got coming up. And um, this one took a little while because it's a three parter. We have busy schedules, crazy mm -hmm. schedules, and um, this threw us for a loop. And I still been thinking about it almost every other day or every day because the three thousand. The, the 3,000 with no arrest, that's still fucking me up. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. 3,000 complaints. Who does that? Zero arrest. How does that not look suspicious? Then not even that. You're like the conversation he had with the uh, with one of the, his buddy dispatchers that he got to come and tow the truck. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, you know, all of that shit he's saying. And it's just like, how do you even... The nerve of this man the to sit there and joke about somebody who he last seen and now nobody can find. So, real quick, I I do I do want to just I do want to just uh, tell you this real quick because I told you about it. But there is an there is an island. Okay, this is back in World War One. It's 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 gonna take like two minutes. Back in World War One. The British and I think the, the British and the Japanese were fighting or whatever. And on this island, the Japanese started retreating into into it, into like deep into the swamp. Right? Yeah. This island was infested with crocodiles. And that's that's an understatement. I mean, like, you take a step, there's a crocodile. Take another step, there's a crocodile. So the British forces saw them retreating deeper into the island. So all they did was go around. They went around the island, right? Because they already knew what was on the island. So then these motherfuckers are posted up on the other side, waiting for a thousand plus fucking Japanese soldiers to come through. In one night, the crocodiles fucking eliminated like 75%. Of the Japanese soldiers that went into that fucking into the swamp. Those was some hungry ass motherfuckers. And you know why they was hungry? Because while the uh, Japanese people were on the island, they were hunting the alligators' food. 
they were hunting all their food so all the all the resources got scarce for the alligators and the crocodiles so then when they saw the humans they're like oh yeah it's time to eat, eat. exactly so and then uh when the japanese people got across the island to the other side there was like a quarter of the fucking people left and like the british people obviously like got them and like they were carrying wounded but uh according to the british soldiers you can hear it you can hear a, a silence and then a scream silence and then a scream and then that's it will go on. Movie shit. I'm telling you, but that's that's all I wanted to that's all I wanted to say real quick. Could you imagine just sitting out there, probably like on a boat or a ship, and you just in dead ass silence, and all he hears, ah! oh, like you you hear the scream and then a loud ass chomp. Oh my gosh! Imagine anybody close to hear the bone snapping or some shit. Oh my good! I I couldn't. I could. Hey, turn the fucking boat around. Let me drive the boat. We out of here. Hey, can we get off water? <laughs> Take us to the next island right fucking now. I don't even want to see no islands after that. I'm done. Tap that. That's I need shit. a break. <laughs> I need a six month break on land. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, and it was it was kind of it was. I mean, I get it. It's war, but it was kind of fucked up. The British soldiers was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and travel 10 miles through swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting away from us. Good job. Good job. No. No. Mm -mm. I mean, it's kind of smart, though. Well, yeah, they took advantage of it. Well, yeah, that's. That's that's like that's I mean, yeah, like that's. Yeah, that's, that's it's that's, a good fuck. I would have did the same thing. strategy. Are you gonna run away from me to the alligators? No, make sure you go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking terrifying. Oh, what would like? What if you're like? What if you're on the beach and like your choices is to fucking take a chance through the fucking jungle, or become a fucking POW? Oh, that, that's. I that's, think your chances are great as a POW. <sighs> There's rules and shit. Okay. Okay. I mean, in the wild, there ain't no fucking. Hey, rules. that's true because this motherfucker could have one leg and another one have the other, and then like you're like begging them to stop, and they ain't, they don't they can't comprehend that shit. Begging you to stop, begging them to stop. There ain't mm -hmm. no begging, nothing. There ain't no talking. There ain't no. That's all. That's it. Screaming. That's fucking. That's, what they heard. <laughs> there's a there's a picture, and I'm not sure if it's true, but just the thought of it being true is like this dude. He's parachuting. Yeah. And as he's landing, he's about to land in the lake. But when you look at the lake, there's about 20 fucking alligators just looking up at him. And he's just like slowly descending. Like, I, oh, if I had a service pistol, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm using that motherfucker myself real quick. I would rather just, I would rather just take it, take myself out than get ate alive. Damn, I was going to try to scare them, but you said you was going to take your own life. That's crazy. Over twenty, you were gonna, you were gonna you were gonna try to get away from twenty alligators. If I could take that motherfucker down to two, yeah. <coughs> Can you swim? For myself, yeah. <laughs> Can you swim? No, but... I said the same shit. I hate when my... Hey, can you swim? For my life, <laughs> yeah. For I, me, can't, yes. I can't, I can't, I can't fucking be like, oh, this is so much fun. We should do this more often. No. Nah. No, I'll be in the water. I'll turn to Michael Phelps real quick. Oh, get to absolutely. land. Yeah, just... <laughs> <coughs> ain't no submarine. I'm not going down in the water. No, that's it. If I can't touch the bottom, I don't want it. I don't that want used it. to be my roof for the longest. Lucky I got tall. Yeah, must be nice. <laughs> I go to six feet. It don't look like six feet. I can't go. I can't go to six feet. I go to six feet. I'm just like. Well, I was trying to make the bubble noise, but <laughs> sometimes I don't like him. He'll just come over here and start doing shit. <laughs> just except burp, 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 burp. <laughs> what are you burping in the water? It was like the air bubbles. I know. Blue, blue. <laughs> That's the wrong air bubble. <laughs> A blue, blue. A blue, blue. <laughs> Ooh, fuck. All right, all right. Oh, Jesus. All right. I'm ready. I got all my 
giggles and unnecessities out. That's right. I said it. It's a whole new word. I did it. Unnecessarities. You heard it here. You heard it here first. Unnecessarities. Unnecessarities. I feel like that could be a word, that though. Definitely should be a word if it's not. You got too many unnecessarities, bitch. Oh, see? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bro, I'm going to say that tomorrow. I don't give a fuck who I'm going to say it to, but I'm going to say it to somebody. You walk around with too many unnecessarities. Pick one. <laughs> Pick one and that's it. You got too many unnecessarities. Hell, uh. Damn, nigga, damn. <sighs> <laughs> Damn, nigga, damn. All right, I'm good. And it was some things. Oh, and this is what I wanted to do sooner because I there were some things I wanted to talk about. I can't remember what they were now. That's why I made sure I made sure to like remember, remember mine. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. But I don't know. I feel like it might be too soon. But fuck it, they don't listen. We only have like a couple of listeners anyway. Check this out, right? So story time. Remember, I was I had called you one day and I told you about someone. All right. Well, he maybe don't. Well, he no, will. Say, so it, say it again. Say it again. I had called you and I told you about handing another man a bag. Okay. All right. So anyway, I'm at work and. Uh, <gasps> oh, yeah. I'm moving things around and uh, this man here had a whole bunch of motherfucking he had a whole bunch of Jesus pictures and Mary mm. pictures and oh, that's Catholic nice. pictures that's nice all types of shit right that's cute okay. first off what fucked me up was when we get there he opened a damn storage unit and it looked like somebody like a tornado came through that motherfucker a potato flew around my I'm sorry and then and I was sad. <laughs> I, was I was sad. Very sad. He said I was sad. He had no boxes. Well, he only had wrap. I mean, pads and wrap. And I'm just looking like, I guess I'm moving clothes today. Unboxed, unbagged, just loose. Like, and they were still on hangers. So he gets to telling us a story about how when he first got there, the movers left his shit outside because he didn't have the key to his uh, storage unit. Because the ladies gave him the wrong card or the wrong key, oh. and he couldn't get in. So the movers that were moving him just left his shit outside of the storage unit. That's fucked up. And took off. This man stayed outside for two days. Until finally some he got in, and he had the people there helping him move the shit in. And it was nothing but females. For two days? That's what he told me. What the fuck? So... Fast forward, we get there, and now we're doing the shit, and I'm looking at this shit like, what the fuck did I get myself into? So, as we proceed, I'm in there grabbing shit, throwing shit around. I'm, gra- well, not throwing shit around, but like, you know, getting shit up out of there. And I grab a bag, and the bag is weird, mm-hmm. different. Um, I'm like, oh, I have no idea what the fuck is in this bag. And I was trying to see what was in this bag. But uh, for some reason, I couldn't. I just couldn't get the bag open, which I think is a good thing. That is a good thing. And um, I handed it off because I was moving. Like, I was just moving. So I'm trying to get this shit done. And I handed it to the next dude who was helping me. And out of nowhere, the little old man comes up out of nowhere and now when I get a side angle of this damn bag, I can see that it's pointing down. Uh-huh. Whatever it's in there, it's two of them, and they're pointing down. And now that the bag is out of my hand, I can see a little better. And I can see that there is, uh, what do you call those little suck sucky pad thingies? Dildos? No, not a... Oh. The, the little pad that, like, you know how, like, in the bathroom, you could stick the shit on the wall? Like a plunger? Like a plunger cap or something? You stick the shit on the wall? 
on the wall, nigga. Like the little hook shit that you have for like your uh, loofer or yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what you call the suction. Yeah, the suction cup shit. Yeah, okay. So that was on the back of it. Uh huh. And I was like, Did oh, I just yeah. hand this man of a bag of dicks? Dildo? Yeah, just handed a man a bag of dicks. Then. Not only that, the old man came up and grabbed that shit so goddamn fast. I was like, oh, yeah, that was definitely a bag of dicks. Like, what the fuck? There was definitely some penises in there. <laughs> it was two of them. Definitely two of them. Mm-hmm. And that shit fucked me up a little bit. Well, a lot of bit. Because this nigga had Jesus pictures all over the fucking place. And I started thinking that he had a crush on Jesus. Maybe. I don't know. But then we fucking, we continue to move stuff. And all we keep finding is boxes. Boxes. Of boxes. Of boxes. Of DVDs. Ooh, like spicy DVDs? Mm, super spicy DVDs. Like super, damn. <laughs> damn. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? I don't know if it was everybody's cup of tea, but he had that motherfucking shit. And I was just like, what What? What? the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? That, would, that probably would have threw me for a loop, too, because, like, you don't, you don't, you're, I mean, like, I get it. You're like, you, you weren't judging him, but like, based on his appearance and how he carried himself, that, that, that yeah, didn't seem like something he would, he would have. have. Then. <sighs> she was crazy. Cause he lived by himself. Maybe they were his exes. I have no idea. I just know it fucked me up. Mm. Mm. I didn't okay. know what to think after that. I, I I didn't know what to think after that after that situation at all. At he said all. at all. But yeah, that was that was one of the things that I wanted to talk about. That's intense. Yeah, it was. I had to live through that. I'm sorry. You had a had a man a bag of dicks. I apologize. I want an apology for him. <laughs> why would you? Why would you put me in that situation? I don't know. I'm why would sorry. you not? Why would you not? Why do you? I don't even know. I don't want to know, but why do you? Like the question needs to be asked, and you need to think about it. Don't see, answer, but it was it. in storage, so like that was his shit. Yeah, but like it's been in storage though, right? Yeah, he just moved. We moved into this new place. Oh. Uh, well, maybe it was one of an ex or something. I don't know. I, I, already, you already, I don't know. I don't hey, know. All I know is what I seen. Whatever. Hey, whatever. Whatever he, whatever he's into. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. One sec. So, yeah, that was one of the crazy experiences that I can't remember. <laughs> That's funny. It was wild. I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Well, all right. Let's get back into, yeah, let's get back into this Calkins wrap up. Oh, um, shit. So, a dispatcher. Questions Calkins about the Cadillac. After Williams disappeared, his mother called jails, hospitals, morgues, and mental institutions. No one at any of those places had seen him. She also called junkyards and eventually found the Cadillac. At the junkyard, she was told it had been towed from the cemetery and at the cemetery. And at the cemetery, the employee said. They seen a deputy sheriff talking to ta uh, taking Terrence away. So Marcia Williams called the sheriff's office and spoke with Kathy, who looked up the towing records. They showed that <clears throat> edit. They showed that Stephen Hawkins had a Cadillac towed from the cemetery on the day in question, on January sixteenth, two thousand four. Four days after Williams was seen with Calkins, Marcy called Calkins on a recorded line. 
And this is how the call goes. Oh, shit. Kathy. Yes. I hate to bother you at home on your day off, but this woman's been bothering us all day. Laughs. You towed a car from Vanderbilt and 111th on Monday. Question mark. A Cadillac. Question mark. Do you remember? Steve. Steven. No. Do you remember? She said it was near the cemetery. Calkins pauses. Hmm. Cemetery. Kathy. Anyway, the people at the cemetery are telling her you put somebody in the back of your vehicle. And anyway, the people at the cemetery. <laughs> are telling her you put somebody in the back of your vehicle and arrested him. Oh, shit. And I don't show you arresting anybody. Calkins, I've never arrested nobody. Kathy, that's what I thought. Okay. Steven, I got to think about this one. I got to think about this one for a while. Kathy, but you're sure no one was with that vehicle? Steven, no. Kathy, it was around 1230 in the afternoon. Steven, silent, then laughs. Jesus, I can't remember. Kathy, Kathy's response, the first part was unable to be deciphered. But the second part was, you're getting to be my age, huh? Then laughs. Calkins again, damn. Kathy laughs again. Calkins, what do they want? <laughs> Kathy, well, there's somebody at the cemetery who's telling the mother that you picked up the driver and he's been missing since Monday. Calkins, oh, for Pete's sakes. Kathy, and I said he didn't arrest anybody. Calkins, no. Kathy, but she keeps calling and saying, well, there's got to be some way you can get a hold of him. I think she spoke to every dispatcher in here today. Calkins, he sighs. Kathy, anyway, I was trying to figure out what color the Cadillac was. I forgot. I got it right in front of me. You picked it up at 1227 on Vanderbilt and 111. And Costland came and got it. A large white Cadillac. Calkins, large white Cadillac. I got to look it up in my notes. I don't remember. God almighty. Kathy, but you sure you didn't or you sure you didn't. Whoa, she <laughs> fucked that sentence up. Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> Edit. Kathy, but you're sure you didn't. You sure there was no one with it. Calkins. No. <laughs> End of the phone call. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Later, an investigator would review this tape and write that Calkins' statements to Marcy were inconsistent with the known facts. In an interview with CNN, Marcy would go on a step further. Quote, I think he's guilty, she said. Guilty as sin. <gasps> no. In 2018, with representation from the civil rights lawyer, Benjamin Crump, Marcel Williams filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Calkins. The complaint said the facts circumstantially established that Calkins intentionally murdered or otherwise caused the death of Terrence D. Williams. 
Mm. In 2020, Calkins' attorney, John Hooley, took Marcia's Williams' disposition. He asked her about Terrence's Cadillac when he brought it, what condition it was when, when he took it to the mechanic, and so forth. She wasn't quite sure of the dates. If I had everything here, then I could show you, Marcia said, trying to gather her thoughts, but I don't have everything here. What don't you have that you need in order to answer your questions, Huli asked. My son, she said. Huli asked about the incident report. I, wait, I just got to stop. I love that answer. What? I need you to say it again. He said, what don't you have that you need in order to answer your questions? She said, my son. Oh. Huli asked. That was tough. Yeah, because this is Calkins' lawyer asking. Mm -hmm. So Huli asked about the incident report that Calkins wrote regarding his encounter with Terrence Williams. Did you... When you read the report, the attorney asked, was there anything in the report that indicated that Steve Calkins had killed Terrence Williams? I'm pretty sure he wouldn't put that in the incident report, she said. Later in the disposition, during a back and forth about Calkins in the tow truck, Marcia said, Steve Calkins had evil intent that day. This mm -mm. man did something to my child He's the only one that can answer. How do you know, Huli asked. I know because a mother, a mother knows and you can't take that out of a mother's gut. But you don't have any evidence that he did anything. I don't have to, she said, but God does. Damn. Later in 2020, the case entered non-biting arbitration the court appointed uh, the court appointed arbitrator Robert E. Dooley Jr. wrote <laughs> the evidence presented does not show defendant Calkins in a good light he has told more than one story about what happened with some contradictions his version of the interaction with Terrence Williams is not believable Further, the information he related about the disappearance of Felipe Santos is eerily similar to what he said about Terrence. But unlike the investigators, Dolly determined it was possible that Williams had been seen alive after the day he encountered Calkins. Even though the state of Florida declared Williams legally dead in 2009, the arbitrator wrote, being an uncredible witness... Being an uncredible witness or even a liar does not make Calkins a murderer or guilty of manslaughter. He entered a non-biting judgment in favor of Calkins. What the fuck? That's fucking crazy. What the fuck? At that point, the wrongful death suit could still have gone to a jury, but after the Crump legal team missed the filing deadline to ask for a trial, the judge dismissed the case. The Crump team said the COVID-19 pandemic had caused inter-office confusion that led to the missed deadline, but a Florida appeals court upheld the dismissal. And a judge ruled that Marcia Williams and her son's estate had to pay Calkins $5,600 for costs related to the lawsuit. Damn. Investigators find human bones in the woods. What the fuck? I'm guessing this is the next, uh, <laughs> like the next chapter, I guess. Yes. Sometimes oh, when the former deputies get together in Naples, they talk about Stephen Coggins. And it's like, do you think Steve did it? You know, that's the big lingering question said Doug Turner, who patrolled North Naples with Calkins 
in the 90s. And you know, whenever I'm asked, I'm like, I don't know. And I'm always like, well, you know, if he did, where's the bodies? He ate them. Dennis Demscruder, <laughs> another deputy who worked with Calkins, told CNN he thought Calkins was innocent. One reason is he believed that if one edit, one reason he believed that he said was the logistical challenge of secretly killing someone during a patrol shift. If he wanted to kill me at twelve o'clock in the afternoon. What are you going to do with my body? If he did something with them, why haven't they been why haven't they found them? While questioning Calkins in 2004, Scott Waiters complained about the inconsistencies in Calkins' statement. CNN obtained a recording of the conversation. Walter said, "Every time we ask you a question, we have to go back and get clarification. And every time we have to go back and get clarification, it makes it look like you're trying to hide something. And if you're trying to hide this, what else are you trying to hide? Do we got a body laying around in the stick somewhere that we don't know about? Calkins said nothing, but he laughed. Oh, that motherfucker. I mean, Walter said, are we going to be clearing or are we going to be wondering uh, what the fuck did he say what was it what was it I mean clearing we're going to be widening M.O.K. Lee Road oh okay edit I mean, Walter said, are we going to be clearing? Are we going to be widening M.O.K. Lee Road down through Wiggins Pass someday? And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, find out that we've got a dead body out there? Mm-hmm. Like they keep digging all of these dead bodies up out there? Calkins said nothing, but laughed again. This somebody fucking get him already, bro. In the woods along Emokaley Road, which ran from his patrol zone to North Naples, all the way to Emokaley, three sets of human remains had been discovered in the previous ten months. Two were unidentified and remain so today. One was Sergio Gorego, a man with no known connection to Calkins. That we know of. Gorego was an undocumented Mexican immigrant who began appearing in sheriff's reports from North Naples in 1995. That's a long time. Gorego is described as a drunk or intoxicated. Often he was on foot, staggering in the road, but sometimes he drove a truck or rode a bike. (laughs) Among the documents provided by CNN and the Kohler County Sheriff's Office, none show a direct encounter between Calkins and Guerrero. In 1989, (laughs) excuse me, in 1998, Calkins was listed as the editing supervisor on another deputy's report that described Gorego drunkenly crashing a bicycle into a motor vehicle. Oh my goodness. On January 2003, mm-hmm. deputies arrested Gorego on a probation violation warrant. Got him. While he was in jail, federal immigration authorities took custody of him. On March 20th, Grego was deported but he quickly returned to the United States and to North Naples. A friend said Gorego's wife had reported seeing him on a Sunday at Easter time. According to a sheriff's report, Easter fell on April 20th that year. 
There were no reported sightings of Gorego after that. This guy is more Andy Griffin than he is a guy who would take Terrence Williams on a one-way trip to the Everglades. Oh, shit. On January 3rd, 2003, a worker from an excavation company found human bones in the woods south of Imokaley Road. The remains included a skull in two pieces, scattered vertebrae, and a broken pelvic bone. An investigator wrote that no flesh was visible on the bones. Damn. The skull showed evidence of a gunshot wound, possibly a 32 caliber. Damn. Subsequently, DNA testing identified the remains. This was Sergio Grego. A sheriff's report said that Grego's former employee and friend had wired him some money to help him return to the United States. The employer later tried to collect the debt and admitted that admitted to a detective that he threatened to report Grego to immigrant authorities if he didn't pay it back. Grego told his family he was worried for his safety. CNN reached the employer Nick. Nick and he asked <laughs> what he thought had become a Grego. I think he was at the wrong place at the wrong time and got picked up by the wrong person. He said Grego's bones were found about a mile away from the Circle K where Calkins claimed to have dropped off Felipe Santos. Moley, the former federal prosecutor, was asked if the FBI looked for connections between the cases. Quote, it is my understanding that they did, he said. We were not able to find any connections between Calkins and other bodies we may have investigated. Dun, dun, dun. Too many people, Calkins remains a mystery. Oh, my goodness. Stephen Henry Calkins was born in 1954 in Ottawa, Illinois. His father was a timber broker and a deacon in the Baptist church. His family was his family was raised on corn and soybeans. Calkins lived in Illinois for 33 years and did not leave much of a footprint. He rarely appeared in his 19 19- 72 high school yearbook the local law enforcement authority said that he had nothing about him in their files he worked on the family farm for 14 years after high school in 1983 he served as a groomsman in a friend's wedding that friend jeff glim remembered calkins as a good man well the least i knew about mr calkins was he was a Upstanding Farmer by Grand Ridge. And he did an excellent job farming. And he was a friend for a long time. And then he was a police officer somewhere down south, Glenn said. If he was the same caliber of a police officer as he was a farmer, the state of Florida had the best officer they ever could hope to have. Many people did see Calkins as a good officer. He saved at least two lives as a deputy sheriff. In 1996, he and a colleague found a man unconscious in a chair in his living room after an apparent heart attack. They administered CPR until the rescue workers arrived and the man survived. That same year, after a vehicle crash, Calkins found another man pinned beneath a pickup truck. Hmm. Bystand, uh, getting bystanders to help, Calkins led an effort to lift the truck and set the man free. There were even smaller things he did, too. Acts of kindness that led citizens to write letters of thanks to the sheriff. They said he was courteous and professional. They said he went above and beyond. Calkins made a very tense situation calm, one woman wrote. And another said he did more than he had to. 
And once on a cold, windy night just after Christmas, he saw an elderly couple with car trouble and drove them home. One day in 1991, a woman was driving on Interstate 75 with her four children. Whoa, excuse me. One day in 1991, a woman was driving on Interstate 75 with her four-year-old son when her Dodge caravan broke down. Calkins wasn't even on duty. He was driving home after having his cruiser serviced on for his day off. He was driving home after having his cruiser serviced on his day off. But he helped get the broken down minivan off the highway and then put the women and the boy in the cruiser. They were on their way to pick up the women's six-year-old son from school. So Calkins drove them to pick up the boy. Then he drove all three of them home. To say the least, my sons had a great time riding in the back seat. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I fucking can't. I'm done with this. To people. say the least, my sons had a great time riding in the back seat of a back seat cage of the marked police vehicle where they envy all of their friends at the community school. Mm. The boy's father, Patrick Omar, wrote to the sheriff. To Calkins attorney John Hooley, these incidents are evidence that Calkins is innocent. If you look at his personal file, you'll see the type of guy he is, Hooley said. This guy is more Andy Griffin than he is a guy who would take Terrence Williams on a one-way trip to the Everglades. This leads to the conflicting questions at the heart of the story. If Calkins really is a guy who would make people disappear, how did he keep his badge for 16 years? Why wasn't he linked to other disappearances before that? Why did he have so few citizen complaints and so many letters of commendation? And if he really is Andy Griffith, who the fuck is Andy Griffith? Oh, Let okay. me see. Is it Andy Griffith or Andy Griffin? No, it's Griffith. I know the great different. I know what the fucking end look like. Okay. Andy Griffith, I don't know. Okay. And if he really is Andy Griffith, why did two men disappear after riding in his patrol car? And why did he lie so much about it? CNN made numerous efforts to reach Calkins and ask him about his life, his career, and the two disappearances. Hooley, his attorney, said Calkins declined to be interviewed. CNN sent him a list of questions. CNN sent a list of questions to Hooley and asked him to share them with Calkins, but Hooley said he wouldn't do it. He said, "Don't move forward any of your emails." He said, don't forward any emails to him anymore, Hooley told a reporter. Finally, CNN sent the list of questions to Calkins' last known address in Iowa, requesting a signature confirming delivery. But on April 5th, a FedEx employee called to say that after repeated attempts to deliver the package, we made contact with the recipient and he refused it. To investigators, Calkins is a cipher. Yeah, to investigators, Calkins is a cipher, an unsolved puzzle. Detective Kevin O'Neill investigated the disappearances for 13 years. He was asked if he understood Calkins at all. No, he said. No, I don't. How much noise are you trying to make? My bad. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Malloy, the former federal prosecutor, was asked who Calkins is. Nobody I've ever encountered before, Molly said. <laughs> In interviews with sheriff's investigators, Calkins said nice things about the men who disappeared. Santos was very courteous and polite and very cooperative and very, very nice. Williams was a clean cut looking young man, very soft spoken and very, very 
mannerly and very respectful respectful of me and very well spoken. CNN obtained recordings of some of the Calkins interviews. They include a moment in which he apparently did not know he was being recorded. And in that moment, his description of the two men was entirely different. In his deep, authoritative voice, Calkins, Calkins was complaining about the investigation. He said he had already given too much information. He said that he wouldn't talk anymore without representation. He said he might have broken some rules, but he hadn't broken any laws. Finally, he said, I'm not going to get drugged through the mud no more because a couple of scumbags are missing. But, what the fuck? But these two men had names and souls and heartbeats and fingerprints. They loved and they were loved. Mm -hmm. And they were gone too soon. Damn. Credits to the writer, Thomas Lake. Editors, Brandon. Uh, I have no idea how to say your last name. Brandon, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Janie. Ooh, Janie, you got a last name for real. I'm sorry I'm bad with names so shout out to uh, CNN and everybody that did this shout out to the writer Thomas Lake I'm sure that was a lot of investigating shout out to the editors Hell for doing yeah. your thing uh, shout out to the uh, photo editors uh, Will and uh, Brett mm -hmm. yeah, did a good job Good job, good job, good job, good job. That was that was a good one, dude. But, good shit. Yeah, this is uh, like I said, this is I, I'm telling you, this shit just been on my mind and it's just fucking me up. I'm glad we're over with it, but good lord, this is just like it fucking took a minute, but I was like, damn. And it, it well, everything and all the information in the case, it keeps mm -hmm. fucking me up. So yeah, like I said, th all of this information, once you unpack it all, it's just like what the. Fuck. So what do you think? You think he did it? I feel like he knows more than what he than what he's telling. What yeah, oh yeah. I feel like any any good attorney or lawyer worth their fucking worth their shit will be able to pull that apart. The hardest problem is the evidence, and to me, it's pretty evident that he whatever he did, he had his car serviced. Like, whatever, you know, like... He did everything that somebody would do that did do it. To cover up some shit. Yeah. Like, if you did something bad, he did all the steps you would have to take to make sure nobody would ever find out. Why do you have a bag with the fucking cord buried? I just... And I feel like somebody like him would know that type of information. Like, oh, if I bury it for this long and then get away from this long, like nobody will ever find it. Mm -hmm. And then he wasn't a dumbass because he didn't fucking leave any evidence. And then plus, house. I mean, like he knows everywhere they're going to look. Yeah. He did it. I, 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 I will put money on that. He did it. And then nobody, like nobody is uh, even speaking bad or even saying like, mm -hmm. oh, no, he didn't do this or. I mean, like everybody's saying, oh no, he didn't do this. Nobody. I think saying, more people know what he's done. Or not only that, if he was the scapegoat, <clears throat> nobody else is going to snitch on himself. That's true. Damn, I can't wait. I I hope they. I hope this keeps going. I hope they keep getting more, uh, more evidence on this case and everything, dude. Because like. Well, I, I, I just like feel bad see. for his mom now. Well, Terrence's mom now because now she has to pay these bullshit ass bills mm -hmm. for this bullshit ass shit. And it's just like, bro, your son's missing and you're just trying to get answers from the last known person who's seen him. And the next thing you know, you're, you're having to pay the fucking court fees. And that's bullshit. That's fucked up. How you on the search for justice, but did you get hit with a bill? America. And for me, she should have sued the whole sheriff county. Mm -hmm. The whole sheriff, the whole thing. Because at the end of the day, it was their patrol officer mm -hmm. supposed to be doing his job upholding the law. And I would fight that all over the Supreme Court. Because you're supposed to be 
doing the right thing, mm-hmm. fighting the law. So like, how are you? Just got people out here just picking up people. You got people out here making complaints with all of us. You got people picking up people and not bringing them to jail. So where are you taking them? And then you got people that can't even tell you where the fuck they took anybody. Nigga said, no, nah, I didn't pick up no Cadillac. No, no. First he said, no, nah, it wasn't nobody with the Cadillac. There, nigga, you know that the people see you. He lied so many times. The people see you. It's just, it don't make no sense. And every time you get called, you switch up the story, but you telling me you innocent. Well, tell me the truth. Just tell us the truth. That's all we want. There's only two reasons why you won't say it. Mm-hmm. Protecting yourself or protecting somebody else. And then, like, that whole fucking blue don't tell on blue or whatever. Like, all right. like. And that's from a former employee. That's fucking stupid. That's so stupid. It's crazy. This shit here. What a fucking, what a journey this shit has been. Yes, it has. Thank you for bringing that up, dude. Hey, you know, it's just, you know, sometimes we always say we're going to go back and check in around Mm -hmm. and this is one hell of a checkout. You're not lying. (laughs) (coughs) You're not lying. This shit was just too much. It was intense, yeah. But thank y'all for rocking with us. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah, for sure. This is uh sorry for the once again, we're sorry that it took so long for us to put <laughs> these out. But I'm glad you're finally listening to it. Yes. Absolutely. And, uh, I agree. We're gonna try to keep I mean, of course we're gonna keep going. It's just busy, busy, busy busy so in the meantime don't forget to check out raretaste.com it's raretaste4l.com r-a-r-e-t-a-s-t-e number four letter l dot com and go go get yourself something nice go check (laughs) treat yourself treat yourself don't cheat yourself treat yourself oh I like that don't cheat yourself treat yourself I like that so, this has been. It's been one, a this is this is this is crazy. I gotta go process all of this shit. I'm Sir Mac, and I am Kush. Peace, guys, and love. Drink your apple juice. <laughs>